Good afternoon, Patriots. And it is Friday, April 8th in the year 2022. Happy Friday to everybody. Even though they tell me now that that's another false construct, but that's okay. I'll take Friday because it's a good Friday to be just chilling and having a good day. Hope you all are. Remember to keep your sleep up and keep your sleep and health, sleep health strong. And to do that, you're going to need to make sure that you take care of yourself with the products that do just that. And one of those sources of great products for sleep is MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com is led by America's one of America's great CEOs, a Christian and a man who stands boldly in the fight for liberty, and that's Mike Lindell, whose company lives the values. And it's one of the reasons it's so important to continue to support companies like that that literally are living the, and modeling the type of companies that we need in this nation. MyPillow.com has amazing products, and I speak firsthand of the things that I've used and continue to use of theirs throughout the last year and continue to add to the, net, the various inventory of products that they have. Head on over to MyPillow.com. Our, for Bards Nation, we have our own landing page, MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. It features all the latest specials, and you can take advantage of those specials by using your promo code Bards, B-A-R-D-S. And these products are fantastic. The Giza cotton sheets are unrivaled. It great, it just adds to your great night's sleep, and it's really amazing how much difference they make, as well as the classic My Pillow. The Giza sheets are down as low as sixty percent off. The classic My Pillow is down to nineteen ninety eight, and they even now have a Giza cotton pillow and many many more things. Sleepwears, uh, My Slippers. Mattress toppers and mattresses. So check it out at mypillow.com forward slash bards. It's the Bards Nation landing page. Use your promo code BARDS, B A R D S. And if you're so inclined to speak to a human being, then call 800 975 2939. 800 975 2939. Use the promo code BARDS, B A R D S, for to get all these great savings. So, Patriots, today is another day of crazy. We, we should not expect any day at this point not to be crazy. I think if it stopped being crazy, I would start getting bored and thinking something was wrong. So here's some of the um, setups that are going on to keep you distracted. The people that allegedly were going to kidnap Whitmer were found not guilty. If you think that was a rig system, then you missed the whole point the entire narrative was rigged to keep you distracted from other things this is just a system it's like the aroboros if you know what that is that's the snake with its tail in its mouth it's constantly just circling around and feeding you one thing and the other side's taking care of itself so we're watching an entire show the entire legal system in our country is a joke it's all rigged and here's another little bit of news just to think of this poll when we go to the polls to vote this is a very important perspective to take. This is one of the reasons that it's going to be very difficult ever to prove fraud. And I'm going to talk more about this tonight. But you're not actually voting. You're doing exactly what it says. You're doing a poll. All the candidates are determined beforehand by the corporate masters because this is a corporate entity that doesn't honor the Constitution. It just has people think the Constitution is there. Don't think the Constitution doesn't have power. I just What I said is they don't honor it. And so when we, when we, quote, vote, we're actually giving them a poll of who we prefer to take leadership, and then they decide in the end who's really going to be the leader of whatever position that is. So the system's completely rigged. 
And the only place you really have control over the vote is locally. That's where there can be accountability and you can hold accountability. But once it leaves the local area, goes through the cloud, does whatever it does, they, they get the power to control it. So just keep that in mind. You have another fake outcome here. Now the Academy bans violent actor Will Smith from attending Oscar ceremonies for 10 years. That's just all more showboating of garbage just to keep people thinking that the system is fair and just. We're going to take action against a fake slap that happened in a choreographed situation to distract you from what was really going on and promote Pfizer's new drug for balding. That's all it was about. And I'm not even sure, and people aren't going to like this, but I would really like someone to prove to me that Will Smith's wife was actually really going bald and not just shaved the head and played the role. That's, you know, it's like I wear a white coat and therefore I'm a doctor. You know, and these, you just keep seeing these spillouts. If you've heard that there's 450 gigabytes of new information from Hunter Biden's laptop that was mysteriously recovered, but it was erased. Little bit of a problem on that one, being that the hard drive only had 250 gigabytes or 200 gigabytes of, of space. So it's a little bit hard to find 450 gigabytes of deleted data when the actual data, actual hard drive space was, like I say, about 200 or 250 gigabytes in some. So I don't, <laughs> I don't know how you do that. I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not going to tell you I'm a computer genius, but I can do some basic math here. Something doesn't add up, and that sounds like a really smelly psyop once again. And, uh, yeah, someone just wrote this. This is awesome. Yeah, that's common core. That's common core computer analysis right there. That's what you get when you go through common core. You discover 450 gigabytes of deleted data that it was supposed to supposed to be on a 250 gigabyte system. Shame many crickets. And people are going to buy it, just like they're worshiping Elon Musk again. If you haven't seen that one with his display of drones and People, I mean, I saw the footage of the crowd. It's stunning. Like these these young kids are just looking for an idol to worship, all in just tears and excitement and overwhelmed that they could run through the gigabyte factory in Texas. Whatever. He's playing people so badly, and he's his only reason his company does well is because it's taxpayer funded, and he's a CIA hand puppet. And I think he's already chipped to the internet, if I'm not mistaken. He's already trying out his brain chip to see if it works on him. So that's good. That's going to be the next generations. Elon Musk will be, I will be your leader. And they'll say, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Three bags full. All right, patriots. It's 11 minutes after the hour. Let's pray. Father, we come to you today very humbled and honored always to be here. And Jesus, we just thank you for being with us in this walk, in this very challenging walk at times of finding our way through and navigating our way through a very chaotic time as truth is revealed and the false idols fall. Father, we're reminded today by Exodus 20, 3 to 6, you shall, not have, you shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself an idol or any likeness of what is in heaven above or on the earth beneath or in the water under the earth 
You shall not worship them nor serve them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, inflicting the punishment of the fathers on the children, on the third and fourth generations of those who hate me, but showing favor to thousands to those who love me and keep my commandments. So, Father, let us be reminded of the power and sin of idolatries. And we are all easy to succumb to it, Father. So forgive us for our transgressions, forgive us for our sins. And Jesus, please hear us as we walk this path. For it's easy to get swept up in idolatries, idolatries that consume us with the idolatries of things and the idolatries of hero worship and the idolatries of the movie actors and cultural icons and leaders. Let us step away from that. Let us recognize that they are men and women that things are things and that we have no attachment to them other than the functionality of what they do and the purpose in which they hold. Let us not embrace the worship that it seems to be so endemic in our world, in our society. Father, right now we need this more than ever because in the void of leadership, when so many should be seeking you and Jesus, we should be seeking that deeper and intimate relationship with you, people keep turning to the political leaders. They keep turning to the people in the voices of influence, to look to them or our military, to look to them to fix this problem, this state in which we're in. They keep praying that there is going to be someone that will step up to solve it and forgetting that we have dominion over evil. We have dominion over evil and we have been told that we will do greater things than he. And yet we cease to listen too often. We don't listen closely to what those words mean. So, Father, please open our hearts to hear truly what you have given us. Hear us truly that we, you have given us the power to fix this problem. You have given us the power to dominate over evil. You have given us the power, truly, to do greater works than Christ. That's a profound statement. And let us embrace that gift for what it is. Let us truly embrace that walk for who we are as royal blood in this world, not subservient to these criminal cabals, not subservient to narratives that tell us that we're lesser, not subservient to the narratives that tell us that we are weak and that tell us that we are ugly and tell us that we are incapable and tell us that we are not aspiring to greater things, but instead to embrace the glory of what has been given to us, the perfection that you have placed within us for you have made us in in your likeness. And we know that within us, you have given us unlimited potential to rise and accomplish the greatest things ever. So Father, we just pray right now more than ever that we, we can just feel that power, that love, that intimacy, that trust that you have before us. We pray for the empowerment of what is there within us that we, we ourselves defeat. We let our minds tell us and listen to this garbage outside We cease to see the beauty that we are within. We cease to see the perfection of all that we are and the power that we have in this world. Father, let those fires in us light up. Let us be those beacons of light across the world that people see and are drawn to, not because of arrogance and not because of what we wear, not because of what fashion style we're in or how we speak, but rather the presence of Christ Jesus that flows through us and that powerful presence in the world that people are just drawn to. Because as we know, as you know, if we do this, 
the world begins to find its way back. Our role is so important, Father. And at times we stumble and we forget how important we are. So, Father, we just pray today for just for the, the breaking of these binds that hold us, these shackles that hold us back, the breaking of these negative images and depressive and defeating ideas that we are somehow incapable, that somehow we are not in control, that somehow we must be subservient to ways that we know are morally wrong and sinful. Let us just know and understand that that power that you gave us, and it all centers on one thing, Father, the trust and love in you. So if there's one prayer that we have today, Father, overall, it's the prayer that people can find that intimacy and love with you to truly experience the profound love that you have for each one of us, that profound gift of perfection that sits within each one of us. It's the profound love that allowed for the sacrifice of your son, Jesus, the sac- your sacrifice for us that allowed us to be here. Let us truly feel that empowerment and to walk in that walk, that walk with the empowerment in the body of Christ to realize what it is that we have been given. And in so doing, let us embrace these moments, embrace this time for the glory and gift that it is. For we are now seeing truth. And we are now seeing how we have been treated. We have now seeing the contracts that we accepted to be subservient. Let us shatter them all to return to our prominent place, both through our repentance and both through our strength, to stand boldly next to the throne and to walk in this world in such a way that we truly become the light of hope for all to see. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. This world that we are in seeks constantly, constantly. I just everywhere I turn, it's just like a constant defeatist attack. It doesn't matter what news you look at, whether it's conservative, centrist, liberal, whatever those mean. I want to read you this piece. This is really interesting. It's uh, Malice Burryman at Mal Malmus Burryman. It's on Twitter. It's a It's just a very humbling perspective. So listen to this. Russia didn't lose the PR battle in the West over Ukraine. They haven't even contested it. And if a major power studied in the art of propaganda decides not to propagandize you, what is the most likely explanation? That they made a terrible blunder or that you don't matter. You see, that last line is profound. What you may or may not know about Russia is Russia is one of the most advanced and sophisticated propagandist nations on the world, in the world, especially in terms of military operations. While China does all sorts of propaganda by buying up TV and buying up movie studios and influencing that, Russia has learned a tactical operational and strategic strategic implementation of propaganda that's highly sophisticated. And yet, they haven't challenged any of our propaganda coming out against them. And that's the bottom line, because we don't matter. I say that because it's a humbling statement to step back and realize 
that part of the propaganda that we've been fed is that as a nation, the world suddenly can't live without us, that we're so great and so impossible to live without. What the world can't live with is a nation that has been exporting tyranny, a nation that is running amok in its moral bankruptcy. The world can't live with that. And I don't care whether that's a political world, a spiritual world. It can't continue to have a nation that's running amok like this. That nation could easily be changed. And I mean in weeks. If God's children here would embrace the glory and power that was within us and us to realize that we have dominion over them. We have been given that dominion from day one. It's in our Declaration of Independence. God is on the throne above us, we're below him, and government is below us. And yet we've allowed government to take the step above us and to dictate to us and convince us to be obedient. Defiance, not compliance. And we must stand up. And if we simply follow the power that God gave us and we simply listen to what God wants us to do, each and every one of us, the gift and talents that we have, and to use those in their fullest, to pursue those in their fullest, this system comes tumbling down. One of the most powerful acts we keep talking about is this act of starting your garden. And why it's important is it's a process of unhooking from the dependency on the corporate beast. It's a steady process of unhooking ourselves from the dependency on corporate supply systems at the core of one of the fundamental issues we all need, which is food. And each step that we go in that way to become accustomed and oriented in a mindset to step away from dependence and to start identifying dependence in our life so that we become increasingly more sovereign in our way of life. It is a literal tsunami from within. I've told you this before, and it's a, it's, it was a simple and profound statement made when I was working on my, I was in the master's program at University of Oregon in critical theory. I did not complete the master's at University of Oregon because I got bored by all the and fed up with all the leftists. But Dr. William Solik was my advising professor. He was a, a student of the Frankfurt School. And if you know what that is, they were they're one of the most radical schools and that moved kind of the Western movement of radical thinking. But he was sitting there one day and in, we were having a class in his house and there was all of the, the students in the class. It was a mix of PhD and master's students. And there was some really radical thinkers there. And they were all discussing revolution and what it would take to cause a revolution in America. And I was sitting quietly observing this zoo that was occurring before us. Circus would be a better clown show. And he stops everybody. And keep in mind, we have PhD students that have now spent their life developing thesis and writing, you know, they're writing these 200, 300 page theses to defend and be up there to get their PhD. He says to all of them, he says, you all are stupid. So you can imagine when your PhD student who's on the cusp of their research and hears this, they're slightly offended at this point in time. So you can start to see the boil up happening in people. And he says to them, all you have to do is not buy. Simple words that are at the core of the vulnerability of the entire system. 
when we start to create an exchange between ourselves and we start to rely increasingly on what we make and what we grow, the entire concept of the capitalist dependency starts to unwind. And for that matter, the entire concept of the collectivist mentality unwinds. You have two competing systems right now. You have a corporate capitalism, which is crony capitalism, attacking us on one side, and you've got collectivism attacking us on the other. And probably on the back end, they're all joined anyway. But when we just step away and we say, okay, we're done. We're walking with God. We're going to take responsibility for our whatever we can, as much as we can in our own lives. We're going to build our communities and start relying on ourselves. The entire system can't sustain. So if we are pursuing our gifts and talents as God gave us, and we're putting at the foundation of that sowing seeds, both physically and metaphorically or spiritually, patriots, this system comes tumbling down, and it comes tumbling down hard and fast. And the best part is that we can sit back comfortably with our gardens, extending and working with our neighbors, and from the ashes we shall rise. So I just say that. That's the power that we have. We have dominion over evil. It's important to realize that part of that is us trusting in those words and trusting in God to get there. And when we do, it's literally enough to shake the foundations of the earth. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil, never relent. Always press into the fight. We do live in an amazing time. Keep your prayers up for that relationship and knowledge that God is pouring out. Listen to him. Let him speak into your heart. Each one of us has a very important task to do, very important gifts and talents to maximize. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time, in this place for such a time as this. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you this evening for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, 
as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 